Welcome to the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast. I'm Gina Marie, and I am your holistic success coach, here to help you heal, not hustle your way to success. I'm going to show you how to discover and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are inside. You'll be able to dream big, believe big, and become big as we heal, feel, and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are. Hey guys, I'm so excited. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back week after week. I am so excited to introduce to you someone who is so energetic, so amazing, so passionate about what she does and vibrant. Her knowledge and her wisdom is going to blow you away. And this is a topic that needs to be discussed amongst the masses. Today we have Lauren Jewell, She is a trauma-informed mind-body practitioner specializing in digestive health in the U.S. With seven years in the coaching world, it wasn't until she had her own experience and struggles with physical and mental health that she decided to take it a step further and go back to school to become a certified transformational nutrition coach and CMMMP. She's a passionate about the gut-brain connection and bringing a holistic approach to health and our mental health. Her unique approach to total body health includes a multi-dimensional approach. This is what Lauren calls the quantum health experience. I freaking love that. Combining physical nutrition, mental nutrition, spiritual nutrition, allowing her clients to experience the highest expression of health. Lauren, welcome, finally, after all of that, but we'll share that for later. Welcome. So excited to have you here. We have made it. We are here, (laughs) finally, and it's we are not going to not let this happen. Right? If only we had bloopers. I'm going to have to hold like a bloopers episode, and this is going to be bloopers 101, right? But there is no way I was giving up because I know this topic I am super passionate about. I have my own journey of health and wellness, and I'm sure we'll get into that. But I really believe this is a topic that isn't talked about a lot, and this is so needed. So I'm so pumped you're here. And so I want to know, first of all, like, let's just jump right in. How did you get into this work? What inspired you to bring this work into the world? So... For myself, I have been, like you mentioned before, I was in the coaching industry for seven years. I was partnered with other health and wellness supplement companies and all of that stuff. And it wasn't until 2019 when I actually got sober. That was when I really began to go down that holistic route because I had previously gotten involved with some physical ailments that led me into Western medicine, which then led me down a path of medication. And that medication led to me getting sober, right? So I was on a huge journey where I was like, there has to be another way. There has to be a way for me to feel better and not be at the time I was like 27 or something like that. And I was like, I feel like I'm 90 years old. There's like something wrong here. I was being diagnosed with depression, anxiety. And then on top of it, I was struggling to lose weight and I just felt bad. Like I would wake up and be exhausted even if I slept all the time. So cue me taking my power back and beginning my own journey. And as I began learning, I realized that this is not talked about enough. There's a lot of information, which I'll share with you that is like, it needs to be known. It needs to be known. So Eventually, I worked through my fears and I worked with a mentor that you know, Tracy Litt, and I realized like, 
I don't need to be sharing supplements. I need to be sharing how we can do this and become our own guru. And that's essentially what I did. And I went back to school and here I am. Oh my, love this. Yeah, we share Tracy Lit in common. That's the CMM, we, we joke, right? The CMMMMMMP, right? That's our certification mind magic that we both share. And, and incre- I love the way that you bring the mindset work into what you into what you do. And I'm super excited to talk about that. So tell us, why should we care about our gut health when it comes to mental, emotional, and physical health? Why should we even care? So what a lot of people don't realize is that we have this thing, it's called a gut-brain access, right? So Western medicine and in the Western culture, we're used to separating physical health with mental health, right? And it's becoming more well-known. Like if you're on Instagram enough, like you'll, you know, you'll see stuff posted about this, but we think, oh, I have anxiety. I have depression. I'm not sleeping properly. Things like that, right? We go to the doctor for that. They give us medication. They say you're deficient in serotonin or you're all of these things, right? What's really going on here is connecting our brain to our gut is our nervous system and our spine, right? And it's basically a biofeedback loop. So 80% of our emotions come from the body and then 20% comes from the mind. And what this means is, is that emotions are chemicals, right? It's a chemical reaction with the body. So when we have an unhealthy gut because over 90 of our neurotransmitters, right? Neurotransmitters, you think brain, right? It has neuro in it. It's 90% of it's made in the gut. So it's called our second brain down there for a reason. And in reality, I think it's going to start shifting to the fact that like, that's where health is created. And that's where disease is created within our gut and our digestive system. So if we're not digesting things properly, whether it's mentally and we're taking things in and we're frustrated and all those things, or we're eating things that aren't digesting properly, we see it start to affect our immune system. We see it start to affect our mental health, our spiritual health, our physical body, right? I like, I'm just like sitting here staring at you. You see me? I wish everyone could see me because I'm like, oh my God, where do I even want to go next? Because it's, it's so deep so deep it's such a deep topic and so important and we could spend not just an hour or 50 minutes we could spend six months like just really ge- I geek out on this stuff I love it I know when I have a 45 minute time limit I tell people I'm like I'm, that's like my intro <laughs> because it's so needed but I, I'm getting better I'm getting better right okay so I just and and I'm staring at you while while you're talking because I just read the book and now of course I don't remember who wrote it but it's the gut brain connection I'm sure you already read it or you know of it or who wrote it if I knew who wrote it <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes don't worry but I would love and invite you to talk about because I know the first time that I heard that our gut has a brain I was like wait what I was like, I'm sorry, rewind, go back. So can you can you talk about that a little bit about how the gut actually has a brain? Absolutely. So to make this, it's like, it's like understanding the connection between the gut and our emotions. So I want to carry us into this. I want you to think about terms that we throw around. Like, oh, I had this really gut, like I had a gut feeling that like, you know, he wasn't the one. Or I had this like, 
I was sick to my stomach when she did that, right? Like things like this or somatic ways of being like, I'm going to brush it off of my body, right? It's the body intelligence that we have. Okay. So when we are thinking about our gut, the reason why we feel and think and it's connected to our body is because we have over like a hundred neurons within our gut. And those neurons are almost, it's like a hundred million or something. I forget the exact number right now. Yeah. It's a hundred million nerves in the gut and it's similar to the brain. So almost as, as much intelligence within the gut that we do have in the brain, but it's all for different purposes, right? So it's called the intentric nervous system, which is called the ENS, like the short version of that. And that is considered what the second brain is. And that's where like the intuition lies. That's why you get like little hairs on your arm when something feels weird. And because we've prioritized logic over our intuition and feeling in today's society, and because it's so stressful, and because this is connected to a nervous system, the atomic nervous system, which is automatic, basically it's the nervous system for blinking, digesting, like breathing, things like that. Because it's connected to that, it's our body's way of letting us know if something's wrong. Mm. Like gut feelings, like it's yeah. trying to let us know it's something that we can't see with our eye, but we just know. Like, yeah. oh, I have this weird feeling about this situation. Yeah, I love how you said that, you know, you know, it's so easy for us to go to the logical thinking because that's the way we're just trained and programmed to. And we override the gut feeling. And we, when we start to tap into it or we start to listen to it, a lot of times people think it, they call it, I'm using air quotes, right? Woo, right? Mm-hmm. That it's just spiritual or whatever, but it's actually science that when we have that hit, that is for real. It's our body it speaking to us. Yeah. Yep. It's How basically cool, right? like having a security system within our body. And back in the day, it's like everyone's heard that tiger situation. Like they've heard this, like, oh, if a tiger comes, you get into fight or flight and all of those things. But in reality, like back in the day, this is why people were just more in touch with their bodies. They had self-trust, they understood, and they knew that there was something guiding them to not go over to the left or something because there was another tribe out there that was, there was something wrong around this situation. Yeah, I love that. You know what is even like, wow, this is going back to everything that we coach and teach on is about, you know, none of the answers are outside us and that we are our own guru. And this, this is the way to it. This, your body speaking to you, it is, this is how all the answers are within you. You already have them. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So it takes some time to kind of like, it is, it's like an unbecoming, like there's nothing wrong with you, but really there's sometimes there's imbalances. And this is why like gut health is important because if anybody on here listening is familiar with the work and they understand that mindset is key, but it's also not the only way we have to work on our body. If our nervous, if we're working on nervous system work, right, this is huge for anybody listening to this. If you are working on yourself, you're doing somatic practices, you're working on your body, you're building your zone of familiarity, right? If you have something going on within your gut, like you continuously get bloating, you're not going to the bathroom all the time, you have gas, you have acid reflux, you know, just something's wrong with your digestion, that is going to send a signal to your nervous system in your mind that you're not safe. And so the narrative in your mind is going to be fear-based. Mm. It's going to be scared. It's going to be negative. And it's not going to be as easy to up-level and to grow. 
Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. You know, and right. What comes to mind when you say that is that then your body is in this low grade, constant fight or flight. And so then it feels like it's always fighting something off. So then it weakens your immune system. You feel like shit. So you think like shit or you think like shit, you feel like shit, like it's a double-edged sword. Right. And then you show up shitty, like Mm -hmm. fucking mind-blowing. But I also want to touch on is that what you're, what you're talking about is a lot of the people that we're familiar with in, in the industry that we're in are familiar with mindset work. But I couldn't agree with you more that we can't just sit here and do mindset work and do the affirmations and even the deep level subconscious and conscious work without the body work. And that is why in my coaching with my style, I call it the holy trinity of human potential is coaching and becoming wicked, wealthy in mind, body and soul. So I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yes. Our body is our alarm. It tells us. It talks to us. Yeah, 100%. It's just saying, hey, listen to me. Like when we have symptoms, there's, we have to completely rewrite and reframe the relationship we, ha- we have with our body, especially as women, because in truth, like before I got into this work, like I would, I wouldn't look at myself in the mirror and wink and be like, you're a snack. I would literally look in the mirror and just be like, Ugh, like, I can never get rid of this pouch. Or I would just try to shame my way into being healthy and fit. And you cannot do that. You can maybe get results. But what happens is, and you see this with plastic surgery all the time, mm-hmm. that you find that you look different, but you may not feel that way. And then you think something's like fundamentally wrong. And yeah. it truthfully isn't. There nothing ever was. We just have to learn and reframe how we see our bodies and understand that it is so intelligent. And if you team up with that thing, like that intelligence within your body and that self-love and you start to heal your inner child and all of these things and give yourself compassion, you'll realize that you have the power to do a lot of things. And this is why they don't tell us. This is yeah. why it's not shared. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful. So, you know, talking about this, Tell me, how does stress, because right, like there's another one that isn't really talked about. I think you were mentioning this in the beginning with your journey and going to the doctors and not really getting the answers and the same journey that I'm on. And I feel like a lot of people are on, but they don't talk about how stress affects your body and emotions and all of that. So tell us, how does stress being repressed in emotions and trauma impact your digestive health? So when we like trust is like stress is such a like thrown out word, right? Like you hear it and it's just kind of like you like you fall asleep and you're like, yeah, I'm stressed. Everybody is stressed. You know, you ask them how they are. So there's different types of stress. And I want you to understand this there. And also it's, it's how stressed have you been all your life? Something that may be stressful to you may not be stressful to me. Right. So it's, it's not as like easy peasy Japanesey of like putting it in this box. But there are different stressors that we experience every day. So there's mental stress. So if you're constantly in a thought loop where you're or yeah, thought loop where you're thinking the same thought over and over again, it kind of gives you a little weird feeling in your stomach because you're thinking about this thing you said and you don't know if it's going to work out and it's just going over and over in your head. Or if you're stressed out because of work and you are in this fast paced mode where you're going, going overstimulated, you're on computer all the time and all you want to do is slow down and your body's telling you to slow down, but you just override, right? Stress like that. Then there's diet, which physical food, which can stress out your system, depending on if you have intolerances, depending on if you're eating fully processed, right? Like I always say the 
relationship you have with your diet, the food that you eat is a symbolic thing. Like if you're eating processed quick fast food, you're kind of frustrated you even have to eat, right? Like you're like, oh God, like I guess I have to eat. You know, it things like this, it's going to show up in other ways of your life. Like you may be really quick paced and the work that you're doing, you may be rushed and all of these things. And then there's emotional stress. So trauma, and when I say trauma, I don't mean like it doesn't have to be you haven't been in war. I'm not saying it has to be like a sexual trauma, sexual assault trauma. It can literally be things that you did not receive as a child. It's just how it imprints on your nervous system and how you take it. And if you've been brought up in a household where you were taught that emotions were bad, you were never taught how to help like properly release emotion like me. This is why I ended up within, you know, struggling with addiction and am now, you know, three years sober. And it was simply because my father taught me to become a workaholic and my mother taught me to drink. And so that's what I did when I, when I got hit in my twenties, right? That's what I did. And there's other um, stressors like metal toxicity. There's things that we drink in our water. There are medications that we take that stress our body out, nutrient deficiencies. It's a a lot of things that we're constantly being hit with. And in today's society, we have to be like, we have to be more mentally in tune with ourselves. Because if you continuously hear, you should try out meditation, you should try out eating better, you should try out sleeping, you should try out doing all these things. There's, there's a reason for it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And before we move on, I want to send you so much love and in, in your vulnerability and authenticity and sharing that you've been sober, did you say for three years? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Three August years. 1st, 2019. Yeah. Congratulations to you because especially, you know, I was just thinking about this. I'm like, I really want to have an episode on this, but we'll talk about that later. We're in such a space in society where it is so normalized to, in order to have fun and socialize, there has to be alcohol involved or yeah. moms having a break has to be, you know, wine and all mm -hmm. of that. And, you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I was there for a long time. I was in that space as well, but I love the conversation around something different. Right. Right. Well, it was it was shocking to find out as I started doing this work that like I can change my own state at any time. And that was something that like we're constantly we're brought up to give our power away. Go to the doctor and let them tell you what you have. Let them tell you your final diagnosis, you know, diagnosis. You literally are you don't feel good because you're around somebody who's putting you in a bad mood and they're giving you off bad vibes, right? Energy, gut feelings, things like that. And you're just, the rest of the day is bad. You let, you know, spilt coffee ruin your day type situation. And so the stress load builds up within your body and eventually you feel powerless over that feeling and you're sitting in your living room, whatever, you know, and you're like, oh, well, let me just go grab a glass of wine because I'm anxious because I haven't slept properly, because the stress is causing me to have different hormonal imbalances. It's causing my gut to reduce his stomach acid. Because think about the terms, if you're unfamiliar, I will say them. There is fight or flight, right? So that's being in a stress state. There's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And those are when your nervous system is protecting you. And when it's protecting you and it's and it's gearing up for protection, there's some type of threat out there. Everybody's is different, you know, definition of that. But when that's happening, it stops digestion because it takes a lot of energy for your body to digest. 
Now, when it stops when it stops digestion, what happens is is your body your body stops producing stomach acid, and this is where it all begins, guys. Like, this is huge. Like, listen in. Yeah, like write this down. Get a pen. Write this down because when you are in a low grade state of stress, I'm not talking about a tiger. I'm talking about you've been working on your computer all damn day, and you cannot figure out what to post, or you are being, you know, harassed by somebody at work and you have to get this thing done. You have a time limit that is a low grade stress, whether or not you're used to it or not. And then you just decide to eat and you scarf it down. Like you eat it as fast as possible. You don't chew it. Now you're in a low grade state of stress. So you don't have any stomach acid. So what happens to that food? It just sits in your gut and bacteria will come in and this is where you can get leaky gut, you can get, you'll start seeing constipation, acid reflux, the bloating, you can get, there's different things called like debosis and SIBO. And this is where gut mobility just, it stops and you're not using the bathroom enough, which means that the toxins aren't leaving your body and hormonal imbalances come in. And this is why we see women in their thirties with hormonal imbalances. Like it's not just menopause. Like it's a very toxic world out there figuratively and literally. And it's up to us to begin to learn about our body. We're going to be it in it Mm -hmm. forever. And it's, it's up to us to learn how to properly eat instead of doing these all or nothing diets. Yeah. It's the all or nothing. Good call. They used to be me all in or all out. And so I'm going to tie this back into something that you said earlier about, so you just said the all in or all out. And that's the way that I used to be, but Now that my focus is so much different with losing my mom with dementia at 68, my focus is no longer on getting skinny and, you know, fitting into that size eight jeans. I don't give a shit anymore. What my priority is, is my healthy brain. Mm -hmm. And so in that process, This is so cool. Watch. So in this process of making my health a priority and doing all the research I've done and had worked with, you know, someone to diagnose leaky gut, overgrowth of candida, my focus has completely shifted from skinny and the scale to healthy brain and gut. And guess what happened? I lost the fucking weight. It's a side effect. That's what I always say. Like, it's what I always say. I'm like, weight loss is a side effect when you work with me. And it's going to make life so much different for you when you when you stop focusing on it, because that's actually what's made you sick to begin with, because you have been depleting your body, depending on the way we've been we've been marketed wrong, wrongly, it's all marketing and just all these things. And it's made us sick. And we we think something's fundamentally wrong with us. And there's not it's exactly what you said, focusing in on those very needed things, brain health, inflammation, balancing your blood sugar. Like there's reasons why you have such severe sugar cravings. It is made to be addicted. Like it Mm -hmm. is made to be that way. And learning more about your body, like you said, and and shifting that focus, not only will it help your health, but you're going to, if you're a business owner, you're going to show up hell of a lot better. Your, your personality, your higher self, you want to tap into your intuition 
the body has to come first and you have to become regulated. And that means you have to have a healthy digestion, brain and gut and all of those things. And the higher you can go, but it will limit you. It will hold you back. It will be a self-sabotage if you keep pushing it aside, which I understand it's uncomfortable talking about. It's scary. It's overwhelming. And that's why you're here. That's what's so awesome. This I had, you know, I, I have to share that. Isn't it beautiful the way everything comes together? I was actually listening to a marketing recording course of, you know, some things for business. You won't, you won't even believe what came out of it when I was listening to it. I mean, you will. So I'm listening to this guy speak and he's talking about how he was in marketing until he quit the day that a food company approached him on how to market diabetics to eat their sugary food. Yep. Like I was mind blown. I have goosebumps. Like seriously, I'm like, literally this man, how, how amazing this man quit in his, his industry that he'd been, he was super successful. That's why these companies came. He was like very well known like huge in the marketing industry. And I'm going to say it again. Companies who sell sugar and make sugar wanted to hire him to market their foods to diabetics. That's the world we live in right now. And that's one story that we've heard of, right? That it's happening. It's just like when somebody gets caught, it's not the first time. It's just the first time they got caught. So Think of sugar. So sugar has a lot of different names, same with gluten, but they know. So when they make these products, especially if it says sugar free and it's just like somehow zero calories, please get away, step away, step away yeah, right. from the food. Okay. I just need you to understand this because they're chemicals that our bodies do not recognize. So it's a stressor, but two, there's so many different, like we're used to the word sugar or corn syrup or all of these things, but there's st- They can market the words differently because it's just like one molecule off. So we don't realize that we're actually getting it. And if it seems too good to be true, it is. But the Mm -hmm. problem is, is that, for example, like you said, Coca-Cola has a billion dollar, they they funded a billion dollar um, like markets thing, whatnot for, wait for it, count your calories and work out more. So that's is where that came from. Work out more and count your calories. And they came out with it because people started to not drink Coca-Cola, like Coke, um, mm-hmm. because of the calorie issue. And then they came out with Diet Coke because it's zero calories. And they just started funding, like start yeah. working out more, eat whatever you want. Start, eat, like, start counting your points. Yeah. All of these things, all of those big corporations, same yeah. with our food pyramid. Wait until you look yeah. up that story, how that began. It is yeah. insane. Uh, yeah, like I got fired up. And that's what, when you just said that, I was like, there's no way I'm letting this go. Like I need the world to know that that's what these food companies do. They don't give a shit. You know, there's this one. This one is the, we're just going to call it out. Like we're at, we're in it. Let's just go there. The powdered mac and cheese that is banned in the UK because it causes cancer, but yet it's sold here in America. Like, so people, because- they're busy, moms and dads are not wrong or bad. They're swooping up some instant mac and cheese with powder in it that causes fucking cancer. Yep. Craft isn't even, if you look at the on craft cheese, like the most bought cheese. Okay. Wait for it. Yeah. It's not even, it can't even be considered a cheese. So it's cheese like 
it's like called like a cheese like substance on it. If you it, just look at it, you'll see it. It's it can't even be called cheese because there's not enough of the cheese, cheese ingredients in there for oh, it to no. be. And most people eat that. And what happens is, is it turns our digestive tract like it just uproars our digestive tract to the point where we actually begin to gain more weight. This is where like the the issues come in and like you start to gain more weight, hormonal imbalances come in, your digestion slows down, you're not using the bathroom as much, right? Your it's not real food, so your microbiome, which we haven't I think we touched on a little bit, our microbiome is basically like this extremely intelligent organisms, there are a bunch of different organisms that live in our belly and they're bacteria, right? It's different parasites and bacteria. I know, disgusting. You're probably like, what? Yeah, but what no. we have found out is this is why our immune system is so important. This is where most of our immune system lives is that it's where the intelligent aspects come in because it's meant to be a perfectly balanced of bacteria and good bacteria. But when we put in all these substances, these medications, these antibiotics, that's where that imbalance comes in. And that's where you start seeing like ADD pop up. And you start seeing the hormonal imbalances, thyroid issues. You start to see brain fog heavily because a lot of us aren't even eating whole food. We're just eating processed food-like substance. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Processed shit. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like not to attack anyone because everyone's doing the best they can with what they have. It's just that this knowledge isn't shared. No, it's not. Yeah. And I was that person. So I am comfortable talking about it because I was heavily addicted to sugar. I was heavily it's like just late I just was like I didn't believe that I could be in the kitchen I I had this excuse and this narrative built up around it that like oh it took too long to cook it was too expensive to you know order organic and or like get organic or all of these things and in reality the bill that I had for Grubhub right the bill that I had for Grubhub for the fast and easy the McDonald's all of those things my mental health took a hit. I got diagnosed with ADD, generalized anxiety disorder, and major depression. And since I've been doing this work, I do not even see those things as labels and as flags. Like, yeah, I may have had those, but I know for a fact that it has everything to do with the inflammation and the blood sugars of my body and how I'm taking care of it. Because every once in a while, I do. I do, you know, fall off track a little bit and I do start really weighing over on the other end of the seesaw and I notice it and it's data to me. And I'm just like, wow, this has to yeah. be shared. I too, like you have experienced all of this being, you know, a sugar addict. I was addicted to sugar from when I was 11. I remember way back. Um, I had a paper route and I spent all my money on candy. My, I, I would hide the candy in the drawers. My mom would find it. But this also ties into, right? we didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know. And so we're here to spread the word. But also, this is so important to share is that I know I mentioned a bazillion times that my mom passed away from dementia at 68. I believe that she may have had that gene, that dementia gene, but it didn't have to be turned on. Nope. But because yeah, of lifestyle, yeah, because of lifestyle, because of going to the doctors and just medication after medication after medication, not getting to the root cause. I remember her having thrush and having the thing that she had to breathe in and saying, mom, 
but why do you still have it? Why aren't we getting to the root cause of what's going on with her leg swelling? She was like in her late fifties. Like, why are your legs swelling? Oh, well, I'm a hairdresser. I'm on my feet all day is what the doctor said. I'm like, bullshit, mom. And so this is why I'm so passionate about it because I've lived it and lived it my, my through my mom and myself of believing that this is what needs to be talked about. This is how we take care of ourselves by listening to our bodies, learning from you and really digging into deep. What is the root cause that's causing the inflammation or whatever's going on? So tell us what, this is what I'm sure everybody's like, well, well, tell us more. Tell us like, so what are some of the symptoms that show up when someone has gut imbalance? I love everything that you just said and is hundred percent completely nothing wrong with doctors and medicine and all of that. We yeah. need it. Like there's right. no doubt about it. We need it, but it's also in the business of they're in the business of treating symptoms and especially like ER emergency. We need it. Sometimes we like really do need to go there, but a lot of times, like you said, we're not getting to that root cause and yeah. symptoms are just warning signs to connect it to everything else. Cause it's all interconnected. So something going on with your skin, for example, could be psychosomatic to where you have an identity crisis going on and you've been repressing a lot of emotion, but it's also connected to your nervous system and your gut health, right? Like this is what I'm talking about. Something that's going on in your brain could be something related to your, your hormones and your gut and all of those things. So for digestive specific things, some of the symptoms that you may be experiencing, because a lot of times people don't realize they have symptoms because it's what they've always known, right? They've been living it for such a long time and they've been masking it with the symptom treatments, right? So they've been taking, let's say you don't have much energy. So you go to the doctor and you have brain fog and you can't focus. So you, you get diagnosed with ADD, right? And then you're on, you know, medication for that. So that gives you a false sense of energy, right? Or let's say you have anti, you have indigestion, right? So you take the um, PPIs, the pump, protein pump inhibitors. A lot of times it's not actually that you have a lot of, you don't have enough, or it's not, not that you have too much stomach acid. It's actually that you don't have enough. And that's what they're starting to realize. So getting yeah. to the root cause is huge, huge, huge. Mm -hmm. So some of those symptoms would be chronic fatigue headaches, headaches and migraines. So there's a huge warning sign that you have something going on hormonally and within your gut, um, joint and muscle pain. You guys are going to be like, this is everybody. What do you mean? But it's <laughs> right? joint, joint and muscle pain, acne, rashes or hives, stubborn weight gain, hormonal imbalances, obviously low libido. So like if you're noticing that you just really like, you're just like, I would love to get back to that spot or you're thinking something's wrong with you or you think that it's the relationship, let's say. Like I've experienced that myself. So I have so much compassion and love for women who experience this. We are supposed to have a libido, right? We are supposed to have that feel good energy. And the more we take care of our body, that will come back. And the more that we learn more about it. So adrenal dysfunction, basically, if you've never heard of it, like adrenal fatigue. So pushing, 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 pushing. You start dieting all the time. You're working out all the time. You're working on your business. And all of a sudden you started to get this like really zapped feeling where you're like going and it feels really good because the cortisol and adrenaline's coursing through your veins. But then after a couple months, maybe a year, you start to wake up extremely exhausted and you feel wired and tired. And maybe you are about to go to bed because all day long you've had no energy. And right before you go to bed, you get a second wind. That's most likely adrenal fatigue, and this is related to your stress 
and the other root causes going on within the body. Again, not treating, not diagnosing. I'm just giving you examples. Uh, If you constantly have weak immune system, constantly getting sick back to back to back, or it's too hard for you to like heal from that sickness and it stays a while, coughing and sneezing and runny nose and congestion all year long for no apparent reason, that is a sign of like a food intolerance and a gut imbalance, sensitivity to smells, sleep issues, or insomnia. Listen, this is very prevalent and I know people don't talk about it enough. And then you push and you keep going and you're not, you may be sleeping, but you're not actually getting good sleep. And that's the thing. And that's what we need to start to realize is that there's a, there's a quality of sleep that we need to get. Also brain fog, difficulty concentrating. I think guys, this is very common too. And it's sad because we just think it's getting older. We're like, oh, it's getting older. Like my whole body's falling apart. That that drives me out of my mind when friends say that. I love you guys. If you're listening and I'm calling you out when you are like, I'm 50. Okay. So a lot of my friends around the same age, some are older and they're like, yeah, we're just getting older. And I'm like, bullshit. I am not available for that narrative and I'm only available for I'm healthy. I'm as young as I feel as young as I act and think and the way that I take care of myself. Yeah. 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 And, and two, a lot of times I think because we're so used to that black and white looking at health and because it may like tighten you up a little bit, just to even think about health, because maybe you've tried a lot of things and it's just, it's been very rigid what we don't realize is the emotional connection to our health. So the emotions that we have and the thoughts that we have, like I said, it's a biofeedback. So if we're constantly, you know, in a, like just a bitter, pessimistic, just frustrated, like mood like that, that is a hundred percent going to take a part in your ability to heal. So the more that you're able to tap into like trusting yourself listening to your body and you begin working with the body, what's very interesting is is that studies are showing that when you're able to tap into your body and learn how to regulate and be working at optimal state, you actually, your body starts to release very strong neurochemicals that are very positive emotions, different frequencies and things like that. But it's like anti-cancer, anti-inflammation, like and it's literally protecting and guarding your body simply for being in a good mood, simply mm-hmm. for getting to know yourself, simply for eating foods that give you energy, guys. Like, where do you think, what do you think we're made of? How do you think our cells are built? We are, we are made of what we eat, but in truth, like we've heard that saying, we are what we digest. Mm. So there's a lot of times you can be eating really good and still you're seeing these symptoms and you're still having these problems. You're working out, you're eating good, you're doing all the things. And it's Mm. simply because there's something going on within your gut that's not allowing you to absorb the nutrients. So you're actually nutrient deficient. Mm. And then that's that that whole thing sets off everything or your macro or micronutrients. So it's very interesting. Root cause all the way. It it is. And so, you know what I just, you know, something else I learned is that on this health journey that I've been on is that when you're in a constant fight or flight state, like a low grade, you don't even realize it because you just mentioned about you might be eating great, but you're not digesting it. Right. And I was working out, lost a little bit of weight. And then all of a sudden I plateaued and I learned that it was because I was in a constant fight or flight. And so my body wouldn't release the weight. And then once I Mm -hmm. switched up my food to healthier food and then 
heal the leaky gut and the candida overgrowth, all of a sudden the weight was just like melting off. Yes. Yes. You, you can't be in a calorie deficit. Like most women are, and they've been in it for decades, right? Not like we think we don't know how much we're eating. We don't even know what we're doing. We don't even know what to eat. Right. Come on. Let's be honest. Like half the time when we first begin this, we're just like salads, chicken, broccoli, like, come on, obviously no one's going to want to get out of here. Right. More to life. But, but when we are in a, when we're chronically under eating, maybe because we're stressed or because we we're just so busy, we're just not even realizing we're just living off of caffeine that puts us in a stress state. Your body's going to hold on to all the weight. And as women, when we're stressed out, it eats through our protein, our muscle and our minerals. And so we will actually start to gain more weight as a protective mechanism. And if our digestion shut off, then we're going to be toxic. And you want to know how our body protects us from toxins. Fat. Wow. It uh, creates fat. Wow. That's where it's stored. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Everybody write that down. Go back and hit rewind and listen to that. Say it again, Lauren. Our body's way of, I don't know exactly from the beginning, but we're going going to try again. But the body's way of protecting itself from toxins. So if you're not using the bathroom enough and you're stressed out all the time and you're just, we've taken toxins all the time. Like you can't even get away from it, even if you are trying. If you're not using the bathroom because you're stressed out and all that stuff, your body's way of protecting you is by creating fat. And as women, we're like, it's going to start creating more fat around like the midsection area. You're going to struggle with it getting off of your body, even if you're trying everything you can and you'll also won't be able to build muscle so if you're trying to like work it all off and work out if you're deficient in anything if you aren't able to get into the rest and digest your body's not going to be able to repair itself it's not going to be able to sleep properly and you want to know where we lose our fat we don't pee and sweat it out we do but 83% do you know where the other 83% you know what this is really interesting and I'm like tempted to create a diet go ahead what what So while we sleep, it's basically like taking the trash out, right? Your body is going through these certain processes. That's why it's so important. So it's for our memory. It's taking all the junk out of our brain, but it's also a certain process. When we sleep, we breathe out our fat through a chemical reaction within our body. It turns into CO2. So the new diet that I'm really thinking about doing is sleeping and breathing i mean how good would that sell stop it right now yeah you you breathe most of it out in your sleep so i i will have we're gonna have to have like a series like because we're not gonna be able to get everything in for the love of god but i have an aura ring and the aura ring tracks you know your your rem your your rem and your deep and your your sleep and and your readiness and like all these things and at first when I got it was like do I really need this and now that you're saying it right it really breaks down your sleep patterns and it shows you and teaches you how important your sleep cycle is it's so and important. People don't realize it. They really don't. don't. It's just so we're so used to it. And we're like, oh, food, like health. No, no. Like somebody yeah. who's eating the same diet as you and same, same person. Let's say we made a carbon copy and that other carbon copy is not sleeping enough. They, the results are like astonishing. Like yeah. sleeping is key. 
Yeah, that you heal and you rejuvenate and all of these things. It's a process and, and you know, I get like the whole digestion and everything, but like your, even your heart rate, your resting heart rate getting to this one, this one blew my mind. If you eat something late at night, like I knew that wasn't good, right? Or drinking actually hinders okay. your, your quality yeah. of sleep, right? Alcohol like, definitely so, does. Yes, but I didn't understand. And now like from reading this, I'm like, oh, so eating late takes so much energy for your digestion. So therefore you don't get the quality sleep for the body, the rest of your body to heal or do what it needs to do. So that doesn't shut down the digestion. Yeah. So it gets more energy there. And it's not like, it's not the end of the world guys. I hear so many people, they're like a lot of times with clients, I have to actually have them sometimes eat something before they go to bed because they have been eating minimal amounts, right? Like they're just so busy. So it's better to go to bed with your blood sugar balance. And when I say blood sugar balance with eating, I'm talking about high protein and quality fats. Okay. I'm not talking about eating ice cream and a bowl of cereal. carbohydrates. (laughs) I'm talking about protein. Yeah. Yeah. Like protein and things like that. Well, you'll notice if you do do that, track your sleep, because what happens is is that you'll have a glucose spike when you eat a bunch of carbohydrates with your sugar. And when you're sleeping, all of a sudden you'll wake up probably around the periods of two and 4 a.m. And that's mm-hmm. because your cortisol, um, your circadian rhythm, your cortisol spikes up because your glucose drops, like your blood sugar drops down because you had that spike before you went to bed. And so it, in, it inhibits your your sleep. And so there's actually a dieting, like I have nutrients and protocols for clients who struggle with insomnia for ways to eat properly throughout the day, because we have to get that circadian rhythm set first. We have to reset that gut, right? We have to get the digestion going and then we can focus on the other issues that are going on. But I never start with like, all right, we're going to lose weight. I'm going to put you on a macro, you know, a macro meal plan and you're going to hit the gym and I'm going to give you 27 sets and, (laughs) and you're good. Like, yeah. no, that's not no. a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times we need a little bit more loving than that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I really want to say is like, there's so much more I want to say, but I'm going to, we're going to wrap up in a second. I have another question for you, but cause I'll just, I'll have you back on girl. <laughs> this is amazing. This but is not the want, end. No, it's just the beginning. And I want to offer everyone who's listening a whole lot of space and grace. First, this was yeah. a lot of knowledge. This is a lot of stuff being fire hosed. And sometimes I know in my delivery, it sounds like tough love and calling someone out, like what the fuck's wrong with you? It's not. It's just that my mind is so blown by our country and our societal norms and our conditioning that hinders us from being aware of this knowledge. And so I really want to take a second to send out so much space and grace to everyone who's listening with any symptoms that you've experienced, some that you don't even know, like Lauren said, that you've experienced them for so long, you just think they're a part of you, they're a part of your identity, and just maybe not knowing this information or maybe being curious about it, and now you're peaked. So I want to send you so much love, space, and grace to know we're here to just share some love and some knowledge and let it land on you, however it lands on you. But before we wrap up, I, you know, so we're, t- we're talking about all of this, right? There's so much, and, and what are the symptoms. So we can't leave them not knowing how can we begin to implement some changes to our gut health? Like where does someone just listen into this just start? So we were just, and thank you for doing that. I was actually just thinking, I was like, wait, 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 before we go, I want to give them some tangible stuff because it's just starting where where it really begins. And sometimes it's so simple that we 
tend to kind of veer away from it, but we just said one. So prioritizing rest, relax, and sleep. Now we can tap into our ENS, that second brain of ours, through our nervous system by calming it. So deep breathing. I'm not sure sure if Gina's ever shared this with you, but you can do alternative nostril breathing, right? You can Google it. There's so many YouTube videos on this, how to do it. You can do box breathing and just pausing throughout your day, especially before you eat. Please get yourself into a rest and digest state and breathe and then chew your food. Chew it. Like just see, it's going to feel weird because you're usually swallowing whole chunks of food because you're usually starving probably by the time you're eating, right? And focus in on a variety of different foods. So it's funny because the diet culture taught us to like do the same food every single day, right? So we're like eating healthy. What do we do? We pick the same healthy, like air quote meals that we know to do. But what's going on with our microbes is they have a, it needs a diversity of pre-biotics um, and then probiotics. So different foods like dark colored greens, just vegetables in general, like try out different ones you haven't had. I'm not saying try the weirdest ones. I'm just saying like, change it up a bit, add in more veggies. We know this guys, we've heard it so many times, veggies and fruits. A lot of fermented foods are really good for your guts and pay attention to when you're eating, pay attention to how you felt before you ate and then how you felt after and any symptoms that come up. So pay attention to what you're eating. Like if you notice you're bloating, right? So notice you're bloating all of a sudden, you're like just uncomfortable kind of. Start tracking what you've been eating for that to happen. It can happen like four hours later, it can happen immediately, but you may have a food intolerance and not realize it. And that could be the, the root cause. It could literally be the root cause. Sometimes you just are putting something in your body that it's rejecting. So it's stressing it out. And then other ways that you can do what y'all are going to love is for the emotional and mental aspect of it is going outside and being out in nature, right? Putting your feet in the ground, right? We need the, um, the different microbes on our feet, right? The ground and like working in the soil is so healing for our body. Gardening, transmuting yeah. pain into like a garden or art or anything like that with our purpose. And then orgasm. So orgasming, whether it's with somebody or with yourself, and you don't have to do this. I'm not putting this on your protocol as like a must do, yeah. but if you're into it and you want to start to play around with this, what it actually does for health benefits are huge. So it releases those neurochemicals, which re reminder, those are made in your gut, not all in your brain. Same with yeah. melatonin. It's not just your pineal gland. It's in your gut. It's going to be assisting you both types of your nervous system. So it gets you all amped up, right? You get your heart pounding and then it also gets your rest and digest that like, oh, bliss feeling. And so like cortisol, any hormone that I mentioned within this call, none of them are bad. They're all meant to be in your system, right? Like some of we're meant to be angry. We're meant to get like, you know, riled up and stressed out. We're meant to have them. It's just when we have an override of them. So it's really good to do practices that anchor in both. So like weightlifting stresses your body, but also stresses it in a good way, cold plunging, things like that. So it's just, it's a combo of things with the digestion. It's a combo of anchoring in that gut brain access. So working with the mind, your emotions and spending time outside, working with your nervous system and basically eating foods, whole food diet guys is really not that hard. You know, this cut out trans 
fats, cut out yeah. any seed oil. This is huge seed oil. So some of those seed oils are going to be like canola oil. Um, where are they? Hold on. I have a list right here. Canola oil, vegetable oil, sunflower oil, cottonseed oil, soybean, corn, peanut, and margarine. I know they sold a margarine for a minute and everybody I know, right? jumped on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, minute, yeah. I know yeah. too. Those but, yeah. are Go ahead. Were you going to finish up? Or was that, was that? I, no, that's, that's really it. I think that's enough. Yeah. I don't want to like override. People. Yeah. Right. No, but in those are beautiful. And I love that they're tangible. I love that. It's not just go eat some greens and work out a shit ton. You know, it, it's a beautiful array of tangible things that people can actually take and go take action on. And I love what you're talking about, you know, eating the greens, we know it, and shopping the perimeter of the grocery store versus, you know, like right. that, that really helps, you know, that you're getting, you know, healthier products when you're shopping the perimeter. And then the other thing I wanted to touch on before we wrap up that you said right in the beginning was to really be intentional about bringing calm into your system prior to eating. Because what I didn't know before, and I want everybody to really know and hear is that when you're eating in a rush and like Lauren said, and you're just scarfing it down, then you're not actually digesting it because you're in fight or flight. And so it's so mm -hmm. powerful what you said. And I really want people to hear that is to really take some deep breaths and really bring some calm into your system before you eat so that you are able to digest the food and absorb the nutrients that yes. you need. Cause you could be yeah. spending all this money on supplements and you could be eating good, but if you're in a stress state, it's literally being either stuck in your body and you're constipated for a couple of days on and off. Yeah. Maybe you have like on and off diarrhea yeah. and constipation, or maybe you're just, you know, you think everything's normal, but you don't realize that that one thing, yeah, that one thing that you're just super stressed and overthinking and in that state, you can shift yeah. it through breath. It's a pharmacy yeah. on demand. And it's right. And it's free. Yeah. So there's no excuses. So there, there I'll, I'll, I'll mom talk you there. Like it's free and it's accessible to you all the time. So use it. So I love it. All right. Wrapping up because you are so freaking amazing and incredible and have so much knowledge and wisdom and your fun. How can people uh, reach out to you and work with you and connect with you? So my Instagram is very simple. It's Lauren underscore Michelle underscore Jewel. And that's my name. So you can use that to find me on Facebook. I also, right now I'm offering 40 minute connection calls, right? Because of how personalized my work is, it's not really something yet that I've been able to create just a group program in, which I'm building at the moment. So what I do is I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with my clients and it is intimate and we are getting to the root cause and we are really taking care of yourself and it's fun. And I'm like, not mean and, you know, rigid. I make sure you <laughs> yeah. understand the mindset, the neuroscience of it all, the art of change, and then also the physical aspect of it. But yeah, so find me on IG. I have a freebie. i gave it to you. I gave you the link. So yeah, I will, she will list it. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's a hormonal balancing recipe guide. So it's just seven days. It's a free little guide. It has some seed cycling stuff in there. And I'll be coming out with the quantum nutrition cookbook soon, which is going to be all about digestive health, the gut brain access. And it's just going to have a ton of recipes in there and just a little bit of education on what you can do besides eating. Cause I love it. it I love it. 
Love it so much. And if you missed that, don't you worry. It'll be in the show notes below where you can connect with and work with Lauren. Lauren, before we go, I have a rapid speed round. I don't know if you knew that, but guess what? All right. So I have three questions for you. The first one is, I am a karaoke queen who cannot carry a tune and I don't care, but I want to know what is your favorite song? My favorite song? Oh my God. This one's a hard one. So I love Led Zeppelin and it's going to California. That's honestly, I think that's my favorite song right now. That's a good one. I love that one. Bringing it back. All right. The second one is what is your most go-to self-care tip? Going outside and getting the sun. Mm, that's so good. Oh my God. Like I love just that. Being with myself outside and just absorbing that sun, like breathing. Yeah. yeah. It feels hard. I literally will just go out and do just this. You know, oh, it feels so good. We need it. it so yeah, we need yeah. that sun. Love it. Okay, last one. Fill in the blank. I am a wicked wealthy woman because because I show up fully expressed. Oh, bam! Mic drop. I love you, girl. Thank you so much for being here, and I can't wait to have you back. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star written review. This is the Wicked Wealthy Woman Podcast with me, Gina Marie. Remember, everyone, including you, is a wicked wealthy woman. You just need to unleash her.